The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today, it's again a portion of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. We're looking at Ezekiel chapter 18, verses 25 to 28, where the Lord said, Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. Hear, O house of Israel, is my way unjust? Is it not your ways that are unjust? If a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits sin, he will die for it. Because of the sin he has committed, he will die. But if a wicked man turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he will save his life. Because he considers all the offenses he has committed and turns away from them, he will surely live, he will not die. My dear friends in Christ, the prophet Ezekiel here was dealing with people who were looking at God, who were looking at the Lord, and they were accusing God of being unjust and unfair. Now, surely there were people in the land who were believers who looked at the Lord and, and understood that everything that he was doing was just and fair, that everything was right. But here, what Ezekiel is dealing with is people who were looking at God and were thinking of his ways as being unjust and unfair. They were making actually unjust charges against a gracious God. They were saying that God was unfair because through the prophet Ezekiel, God was telling them that what was coming because of the rebellion against God, because of their idol worship, God said that what was coming is this 70-year Babylonian captivity or exile. And the people looked at that and they said that they were getting punished basically because of the, the sins of their fathers, their ancestors, their idol worship. That's what they were saying, that God was unfair about this. Well, that's what the complainers were saying, but God says the soul who sins is the one who will die. And since scripture says we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that meant that those who were complaining, those who were accusing God of being unjust and unfair, even if they weren't actually idol worshipers themselves, they were still making unjust charges against a gracious God because they were sinners on their own. And because they were sinners on their own, they deserved the wages of sin, which is death, eternal death. And ultimately, they would have deserved the Babylonian captivity, the Babylonian exile. Oh, today we make charges that may seem similar to what what God, uh, what the people were making against God at this particular time. Oh, I'm thinking, for example, when I was much younger, there probably were those times when I made charges against a parent or against a teacher and said that, 
when they punished me, that they were punishing me unjustly, unfairly. And, and what may have been the case on a number of occasions, I suppose, is that maybe I was totally innocent and I was getting punished for something that someone else may have done. But even under a circumstance like that, I never would have thought, well, later on anyway, that the charges were unjust and unfair. Maybe in that instance they were, but there were also those many times that I could think of when I didn't get caught and I didn't end up getting punished. And so the result of everything, I couldn't say that it was unfair or unjust, really. Now, when we think about our God, though, we really can't make any charges about him being unjust or unfair because, well, when we think about our God, our God knows all of our sin. He knows all of our misdeeds. He knows all of the ways in which we rebel against him, and he's never going to unjustly, unfairly charge us at any particular time. He'll never falsely accuse us. That's why God says, Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. Hear, O house of Israel, is my way unjust? Is it not your ways that are unjust? Well, the Lord continues, If a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits sin, he will die for it. Because of the sin he has committed, he will die. By a righteous man who turns from his righteousness, God is talking about a person who is a believer, who was a believer. A person is only a righteous man through faith. It's through faith that Christ, we have Christ's blood and righteousness washing away our sins, giving us his holiness. So the righteous man would be the believer, but then he talks about him turning from his righteousness. And what that's talking about is the person rejecting God, rebelling against God, abandoning his faith. And if a person rejects God, if a person abandons his faith and then he commits sin, any sin, well then what happens is that he's going to die for his sin. He's going to face eternal consequences for his sin. And really that's only just and fair because when a person turns away from God, when a person abandons his faith, basically what unbelief is, is saying to God, I don't want what you have to offer. I don't want your forgiveness. I don't want your grace and love. And because of that, God is only being just and fair when he says, well then, you lose the benefits of what Christ did for you on the cross. You've lost the forgiveness that he wants for, won for you. Well, may God the Holy Spirit strengthen us in our faith and keep us in our God-given faith so that we would never reject God and lose his Christ's righteousness. But then the Lord says, but if a wicked man turns away from the wickedness he has committed and does what is just and right, he will save his life. 
Because he considers all the offenses he has committed and turns away from them, he will surely live, he will not die. By a wicked man who turns from his wickedness, God is talking about the unbeliever who is then called to faith in Jesus the Savior. The Holy Spirit gives him the help and the strength that he needs to fight against sin and to live as a believing child of God, to do, he says here, what is just and right. And the Holy Spirit, working through the word, he turns his life around and saves him from what he deserves. Well, of course, in this scenario, we, by the grace of God, are those who are the, the wicked man who turns away from his wickedness, from our unbelief. God, the Holy Spirit, what he's done is he's turned our life around. He's turned our lives around. And because of that, the only unjust charges against the gracious God that we might be inclined to make are that we might be inclined to say that it's unfair, it's unjust that our Savior would have to suffer and die and endure the full wrath of God in hell for us when he was there at the cross, that he would have to do that for us. That's so unjust and so unfair. But we have to be so very thankful that our Savior basically said, I don't care if it's unjust. I don't care if it's unfair. I'm going to do, endure the punishment that they deserved. I'll pay for their sins for them so that they don't have to, so that they can be with me forever in heaven. Isn't it great that our Savior says that about us? He'll take our punishment so we don't have to and so we can be with him forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us Jesus to be our Savior and for his willingness to unfairly or unjustly suffer the consequences for sin that we fairly or justly should have suffered. Help us always in our battle against Satan and sin. Please keep us in our God-given faith so that we would never turn away from Christ's righteousness. We pray in his name. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.